Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Live, Learn, Love podcast. I'm your host, Bailey Chavez, and I'm so excited you're here. Keep listening to hear from my diverse group of leaders, sharing their insight on leadership, health, career opportunities, wellness, or personal development. Thank you for going on this journey with me. And the first question is just to tell me a little bit about yourself. Yes, well, my name is Jordan Wickard, and I'm actually from Greenfield, Indiana, which is about 30 minutes east of Indianapolis. Uh, I go to Eastern Hancock High School, which is a small town in Charlottesville, Indiana. I live about two minutes away from my school, uh, and I'm a senior this year, uh, and I'm really involved in the agricultural industry. Uh, This year, I'm serving in the FFA organization as the District 8 FFA president, that definitely keeps me busy, but I also come from a rural background. I actually live on our Angus cattle family farm that was homesteaded in 1846. And so this is definitely a tradition in our, in our family, but we've also branched out of the Angus industry and we've started showing boar goats and market lambs at the county, state and national levels. So this has been a great opportunity for us to really advocate for agriculture as well as expand our knowledge in different species. Uh, On top of that, some of my hobbies include uh, journaling and spending time with my family and friends. Um, And then my favorite color is yellow. Uh, I'm a very, I guess you could say, upbeat and uh, happy person. So I would say my uh, love of of yellow definitely um, reflects that. And then I'm also a big lover of Brene Brown. She is actually a motivational speaker that studies vulnerability. Um, She's been studying and researching vulnerability for the past 10 or 15 years, and she gives TED Talks and um, has a podcast as well. So I definitely am a big lover of her. Wow, that's really cool. And I just want to thank you for volunteering to be on the podcast today. Um, It's really great to just talk to you, get to know you a little bit better. And it's really cool to talk to someone like an FFA member from a different state. I'm excited to kind of hear how in another state. So again, thank you for being on. Of course. And then the second question is, what is the best advice you have ever received? So I really like this question because as I was thinking about it and thinking about somebody I personally knew, because I always like base the way I live off of like from quotes from like Brene Brown or like random stuff like that. But as I was thinking about this, um, I remember hearing a quote from one of our past executive directors that actually passed away pretty recently named Rob Hayes. And the quote that he stated and really his legacy on this earth was maybe for someone else being the real you will be like being their lifesaver. And so the reason I like this quote so much is because it talks about being yourself and being open and vulnerable. And uh, that's something I really uh, love to talk about because it's a passion of mine, um, as well as just being yourself. And I think that that's so important in today's day and age because with social media or, you know, popularity contests at school, sometimes it's hard to stay true to ourselves. And remembering that um, we belong just the way we are is something that I really like to touch on and really hit on. Yeah, that's so awesome. I definitely love that quote. And I'm thankful that you had that prepared, ready to share. Yeah. And the next question is, are you more introverted or extroverted? And how do you own that and use it to help people around you? So I would definitely say that I am an extroverted person. In fact, whenever my parents ask me if I want something to eat here or if we want to go out to dinner, I normally say out to dinner just so I can see other people in the community. Um, I'm a big people person. I love people. Um, I thrive off of people and um, I'd rather be with people rather than with myself. Um, But yeah, I'm very upbeat and chatty. And this really gives me a chance to talk to people who maybe 
um, are more on the introverted side and are more shy and timid. And so being extroverted really gives me that chance to go talk to those people that are maybe sitting in the corner at an FFA event or sitting um, in the corner at any event really and just being able to advocate um, to them about you know being themselves and really stepping out of their comfort zone is the way that um, I really use my extrovertedness I guess you could say uh, to my advantage. Yeah that's super cool I'd have to say me personally I'm more introverted at heart but mm-hmm. the FFA has definitely got me out of my comfort zone and people like you extroverts they always like you know op- make me able to like open up and talk more so I admire people who have that natural gift. Yeah, FFA has definitely done that for me as well. Yeah. And then the next question is, describe a moment that has changed the course of your life forever. Yes. So whenever I read this question, I immediately thought of my FFA journey. So whenever I was in sixth grade, I had the chance to attend my first FFA convention with my mom because she was actually judging the prepared public speaking contest. So um, I didn't even have official dress. I had none of that stuff. So I showed up in like my Sunday best, you know. And um, as I was uh, going to the prepared public speaking contest room, I had so many smiles and waves and people who would say hello to me and good morning. And that was the first step of where I really got started in the FFA organization because of the feeling of belonging I felt just walking to Um, point A to point B from our car to the contestant room and um, the people were so welcoming and loving and compassionate and that's really what got me and so as I listened to the prepared public speaking um, speeches I thought that this was such a cool contest but I was so shy and timid I was like this is not for me like there's no possible way I will ever be able to do this like if you if you told me I'd be where I am today when I was in sixth grade, I would have laughed straight at your face. Like there is no way. Well, as I listened to those speeches, um, we finished up and I went out to lunch with my mom and we went out with a couple of her friends, um, FFA members that uh, we knew and they were so, so loving, so compassionate. And that's that was the second step and really something that pushed me out of my comfort zone to have a conversation I wouldn't initiate at the beginning. And being able to really have that was Uh, really good for me. Um, And so as we went out to lunch, we walked throughout uh, Purdue University's campus, which is where we have state convention, um, which is located in Lafayette, Indiana. So we walked through the campus, saw all these amazing FFA members, and then at night was the session. Well, uh, the session, like the vibes were just immaculate, like like there was like strobe lights everywhere, you know, the energy and excitement was awesome. And then hearing from those retiring address speeches, Uh, from the state officers uh, definitely pushed me. And then I started going to FFA conferences and started doing events. And so that's kind of where my, um, really the way that my life has changed forever, because if it wasn't for the FFA organization, I have no idea where I would be today. Yeah, I can definitely relate. I know that was kind of a loaded question, but you answered it very well. And that's definitely a cool story. So like, in your state, when does FFA start? Like, does it start in sixth grade? No, so it really depends on the school. So we start our um, our FFA organization in seventh grade now. Um, but when I was in sixth grade, I wasn't able to actually like be an FFA. So it was just kind of like a warm up year, I guess you could say. But it really depends on the on the school. Some people start in sixth. Some people start as a freshman. So. 
Yeah. I was just wondering, cause like in Texas, I think most schools, like they have like programs for eighth graders. Um, and then some people just start in ninth grade. Yeah. So I was just, that's, that would be cool to get like an earlier start in seventh yes. grade. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really awesome that, uh, Indiana has that, has that opportunity. So. Yeah. And then is your, like, is your mom, uh, an ag teacher? Yeah. So my mom, she actually is right now working at the Indiana Department of Environmental Management, but she's also worked for the United States Department of Agriculture and was in charge of the Indiana side. So she comes from, you know, she loves ag policy. She loves that kind of stuff. And so with that being said, like she's really had an impact on me. I'm definitely my role model and mentor in that way. But yes, she comes from an ag background, but is not an ag teacher. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, my parents, I wish they came from like an agricultural background, but definitely that's not the case. But I think it gives me like a pretty unique experience. But that's super cool that she's involved in all those different agricultural organizations. Yeah, that's awesome. And then the next question is, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah, so in five years, I hope to be graduating from Purdue University and uh, with a major in agricultural communications and a minor in political science. Um, I just recently this year decided on my minor because I was really lost. Like I didn't really know exactly what path I wanted to go down, but my love for ag policy from my mom really impacted me this year. And uh, this was the first year I could take economics. And so that kind of really uh, gained my love for um, that side of agriculture as well. Um, with that being said, I hope to maybe be interning at an agricultural-based organization, whether that be the Angus Association I talked about at the beginning, or maybe even broadcasting for like RFDTV or something, but yes, something in that area. Oh, wow. That's super cool. You definitely have some big goals. So you're going to Purdue University. So is that, was that like super hard to get into or like what was the application process like for that? Yeah, so I think that it was pretty hard to get into from what I've heard from other people just because from like the percentage of people who got in. But um, it was, I did it through the common app. I don't, yeah. that's what we use. Um, but I, it was mostly just essays and just inputting things up. It was pretty self-explanatory, but I'm really happy I get to actually go there because it's been a big goal of mine to get into there for a while. So, yeah, that's super cool. And I definitely applaud you for that. Um, so is that like kind of close to your home where you're going to have to be like living in a dorm or like what does that situation kind of look like for you? Yeah, so Lafayette is about an hour and a half to two hours away from my home. So it's not too bad at all. Um, and I can come home every once in a while on the weekends. So it shouldn't be awful. But yeah, yeah I wanted to stay somewhat close to my family. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, I'm going to Texas A&M University next fall. And it's like three hours from my house, which honestly, it's like one of the closer universities that are like around me. So I'm excited, even though it is three hours away. I think it'll be good to kind of like get out and just get new experiences because I'll be living in a dorm. Are you planning on living in a dorm like your first year? Yes. Yep. People always say to live in a dorm your first year, just kind of get the college experience. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what I've heard too. So I'm like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah, same. Okay, so the next question is a fun one and I'm excited to hear your answer. It's tell me about your podcast. Why did you start it? And what is your inspiration for keeping it going? 
Yes, so I do have my own podcast as well. Uh, This is titled Jordan's Joyous Jabber. Uh, And the reason I really started it was during quarantine. And I asked my mom, I'm like, mom, I'm bored out of my mind. I want something to do. And so she told me to do something that was out of my comfort zone, but doing something that made me happy. And something that makes me happy is making others happy. And so with that being said, I decided to start this podcast and this is a source of positivity, encouragement, and motivation for our for my listeners. Um, and the things that keep me going, my dog is being really loud. It's okay. Okay. The things that keep me going um, are definitely those random DMs, those random direct messages, whether it be on Facebook or Instagram or that snap those Snapchats. Um, it's definitely something that keeps me going, knowing I'm making an impact on at least one person, and that's been my goal for a while now so yeah that's super cool I've actually um, listened to a couple of your episodes and I definitely love them you're doing a great job and I like how you um, brought up the facts about like the random dms messages because that's actually how I found out about you because you commented on or you left a review I think on my website I think it was and that truly made my day and I that was just super cool it just made me feel really good um, so that's definitely true about what you said and again thank you for leaving that nice comment of course. Yeah. I love your podcast. I love the idea of what you're doing. So definitely made an impact on me at least. Oh, thank you so much. And then the next question is how do you practice self-care? So this is something I've struggled with just because I'm such a busy person. And when you're so busy, sometimes you forget to take care of yourself, but um, I've been able to work on this by doing things that really make me happy. And I feel like I'm being intish- intentional with the things I'm doing. So the way that I practice self-care is doing a lot of reflection on things and whether that be journaling or listening to podcasts and TED Talks um, or reading a book about leadership, those are things I really enjoy doing. And so that's the way that I really practice self-care because like with being so busy, like I don't have a lot of time to hang out with my friends. So when I do get the chance, I would say that's like a way that I, I take care of myself is you know, surrounding my people with, surrounding my time um, with people that I'm really, I really enjoy get being around, so. Yeah, I definitely relate to Super busy as well, and I like to, like, listen to podcasts, journal, watch, like, motivational speeches or whatever. Those things just really keep me going, as well as spending time with friends and family, so definitely kind of the same in that area. Definitely. And just out of curiosity, like, do you, like, follow the Enneagram? Do you know what like your Enneagram number is? So yeah, actually I was just recently listening to a podcast with the Arkansas FFA president and um, I, I, I heard you guys mention it. So I took it actually yesterday and oh, I know wow. I'm an Enneagram three, but I don't know my wing. Yeah. I'm also an Enneagram three. I'm sure you knew from watching that yeah. video. I would assume you're probably an Enneagram three wing two, since you're like a people person. Um, The four is kind of more of like the individualist, like more reflective type. So that's what I predict you are, but I don't know. Good to know. (laughs) That's super cool that you decided to take that test after watching the episode. That's that's really cool. (laughs) Yeah, I had no idea what it was because I always love personality tests. But so, yeah, it was really great learning about it. Um, And again, thank you for watching and just always supporting. Yeah, of course. And the next question is, what do you wish people understood about the FFA? So where I come from, while I do live in a rural community, sometimes it's hard to talk to those or those people who 
don't come from a rural background in my own school sometimes just think it's for you know the the livestock kids or the the agriculture kids but really in all reality there are so many diverse people in the the FFA organization that I think is so important and it's not I think it's so important for people to know that it's not the contests and the in the conventions and the conferences that make make FFA it's the people and it's so interesting to me the backgrounds that I've heard people whether it be at national or state convention being able to to get to know those people and make connections with those people you know I'll have relationships that will last a lifetime and I think that's what's so important about FFA and what's so beautiful about FFA is the diversity and inclusion that we have. Um, and so that's kind of what I wish people knew about FFA um, across the board. Yeah, that's definitely so true. I just have a, sometimes I have a hard time like talking to my friends about it because they think it's all about just like farming and all that kind of stuff. But it's truly for everybody. I mean, I know in Texas we have like the talent team contest I don't know if they have that in Indiana but people that can like play instruments or like mm -hmm. dance or tell jokes or whatever they want to do for the talent contest and then just like public speaking I mean you can write a speech about whatever you want same thing with agri-science fair I know I've touched on this like before in past podcast episodes but it's definitely so true and cannot be emphasized enough definitely I totally agree and that was actually the last question, uh, but again, just thank you for being on, and I just really appreciate ta you taking time out of your busy schedule just to talk to us and give us some insight into Indiana FFA. Of course, yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Live, Learn, Love podcast. Make sure to follow the Instagram podcast page at Live, Learn, Love podcast to get updates about episodes and learn more about the guests. Also, make sure to visit the website linked down below to learn more about me and the podcast, as well as leave a review or suggestion. See y'all in the next episode. Keep aspiring growth.